kicking the salt habit. That story and more on H2O Radio's weekly news report. I'm Jamie Sudler. I'm Franny Halperin, and it's This Week in Water. Two sobering reports on global warming were released last week, warning that the planet is heating up faster than previously forecast. One report is about our carbon budget, the amount of carbon we can burn to limit global warming to 1.5 degrees Celsius above pre-industrial levels, which is the goal of the Paris Agreement set in 2015. According to a new study, we may not have as much time as we thought. British and Austrian scientists said that we effectively have just six years to stay within that budget and to get to net zero carbon emissions, which is about three years earlier than had been projected. The authors say the 1.5 degree mark itself is not a hard boundary beyond which climate chaos occurs. However, above that temperature, we risk triggering tipping points like the Amazon rainforest dying or polar ice sheets melting. Plus, droughts, storms, and wildfires would also happen even more frequently and intensely. A second study was led by James Hansen, who as a NASA scientist warned Congress 35 years ago that humans are changing the climate by increasing greenhouse gas emissions. His new research says global warming is accelerating. While there's some disagreement among climate scientists on the speed at which climate change is happening, most experts believe the 1.5 degree target has already been missed, but a two degree limit is possible with much more government action. Humans are making Earth's air, soil, and freshwater saltier, which poses an existential threat to biodiversity and ecosystem vitality if the trend continues. A study led by the University of Maryland shows that mining and land development, along with agriculture and road treatments, are rapidly accelerating the planet's natural salt cycle. The research described how salinization has increased in streams and rivers, and as lakes dry in some regions, plumes of saline dust are sent into the air. Salt is not just what's in your kitchen cabinet, sodium chloride, but also calcium, magnesium, and other compounds that can occur in detergents and road deicers. The U.S. puts out 44 billion pounds of road deicing agents each year, and nearly 15% of those end up in streams. Only about 3% of Earth's water is fresh, and because the salt is contaminating that supply, the authors say we need to establish a planetary boundary for safe and sustainable salt use in much the same way that we are working to limit CO2 in the atmosphere. Ever heard of the food additive brominated vegetable oil or BVO? It's been an ingredient in sodas and fruit juices for decades, but last week the U.S. Food and Drug Administration proposed revoking a regulation that had authorized it. BVO is vegetable oil that's been modified with bromine and has been employed since the 1920s as a stabilizer in beverages to keep the citrus flavoring from floating to the top. Bromine is found naturally in the Earth's crust and in seawater and has been used in fire retardants and as a sedative. In the late 1950s and early 60s, the FDA considered BVO to be generally recognized as safe, but the amounts allowed in food started to be regulated in the 1970s following studies into its potential toxicity. Now, a new FDA study shows BVO has toxic effects on the thyroid gland, which plays a key role in regulating blood pressure, body temperature, heart rate, and metabolism. 
prison. California banned BVO in October, and the additive is already prohibited in the European Union and Japan. Many beverage makers have reformulated their products to remove BVO, but according to the Environmental Working Group, it's still in smaller grocery store beverages, including some Food Lion and Walmart brand sodas, as well as Sundrop citrus soda made by Kerrig Dr. Pepper. The FDA advises consumers to check product labels. And finally, speaking of food, hope is still alive to avert climate disaster, and it might start on your dinner plate. A new study from Stanford University has found that simple swaps in food choices could help cut carbon emissions significantly. The research, which was co-authored by Tulane University, found that small substitutions of protein, rather than a drastic overhaul of a diet, could reduce the average carbon footprint from food production in the U.S. by about 37%. Steering away from cows offered the biggest benefit by, for example, replacing beef with chicken in a burrito or choosing a plant-based milk over dairy. That's because bovines produce the potent greenhouse gas methane, require a lot of land to graze, which can result in deforestation, and live longer than other animals, so their lifelong footprint is greater. The study identified commonly eaten foods with the highest climate impact and then modeled replacing them with lower emission options. They found the swaps would not only have a climate benefit, but would also result in a healthier diet that has a lower risk of cardiovascular disease, cancers, and other conditions. Lead author Anna Grumman told H2O Radio in an email that although people may not be able to make the swaps all the time, the good news is even small actions can really add up. That's it for this week in water. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.